Today's episode of Let's Just Be Wizards is brought to you by Bed Stuy Beds in the Box. Bed Stuy Bed in the Box. Bada bing, bada bed. Uh, ain't no one gonna get you a no better deal on any bed anywhere. So uh, just uh, buy the bed. Don't uh, you know? Don't tell me someone knows my business better than I do. You know, we'll find you. We send you to bed. We'll uh, take care. You get any size you want. You'll be good to go. Now, what happens though if you don't have? If you lose the address, you know? We'll find you. We know where you are. Okay. Okay, okay, just checking. So make sure to send your address or else they'll they'll get in contact with you somehow. Bada bing, bada bed, just by the bed. Let's all be wizards and fly around in the sky. Let's all be wizards and more we could never die. Let's cast some spells with all of our dear friends. him a double for when this doesn't work out you have fun i like she bought two she's like there's a double i'm back at the house it's Our waiting here for him hello and welcome to let's just be wizards a bi-weekly podcast that delves into the dark arts in order to answer the age-old question can i be a wizard i'm your host adam hilton and to my left hand is everyday average normal gal courtney conley and to her left hand is the undisturbed dervish Maxfield Lehman. And to his left hand is... Wizard, Brony, and, uh, and Wizard, uh, Drew, Cox. Through the course of this podcast, we will attempt to cast spells, reverse hexes, cripple Donald Trump, and everything else under the moon. So strap in for the show that will thoroughly inform you on the life of infamous spell jammers. This week on Wizards, it's John D, baby. Whoa. <laughs> oh, you mean John yeah. D Rockefeller? What did he do magically? No, no, no. I, how's everyone's weeks going, guys? Oh, man. Pretty good. Oh, why? What's up? Well, I I got my new tarot deck. I just got back from BabsCon. Uh, did my did my party. That went cool. Um, I guess bronies still don't care who I am, but I got everyone drunk, and that was... Uh, that was pretty cool. And y'all, what kind of tarot deck? Anyway, is this? yeah, I was, uh, I was, I was in the vendors hall, and um, me and my sister have a uh, have a little gift exchange that we like to do every Aww. year at BabsCon. So um, I found her a Rick and Morty engraved uh, drinking flask, and she decided Aww. to get me the uh, official Equestria Tarot. Which is a uh, full deck of tarot cards featuring the uh, classic characters from My Little Pony. Friendship is magic. Um, Can we plug who made these cards? Because they are very quality. I believe it's Equestria Tarot. I've seen them. They're packed full of style. Yeah. They look great. This is um, artwork by South Park Toast, drawn 2011 to 2015. This is the final printing. Wow. I wonder how many copies of those they Uh, made. This is an... A highly limited edition. There will be no more after this. Yeah, that's gonna be. It says right on them, limited edition. Insanely valuable. In the uh, yes, yeah. It's uh, not 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 like Play Pony number one valuable, but still very valuable. And you've got some nice My Little Pony These uh, pajama are, yes, pants on. Yes, I've got my and, uh, like I'll, I'll plug another. I'll plug another My Little Pony. Um, <coughs> 
uh, merchandise builder, uh, Fabrica File Creations. Check her out on Etsy. She will pretty much custom make any MLP cosplay. And she's also doing, I believe, bowling shirts and MLP pajama pants, uh, like the ones I am Man, those currently are some, wearing. Those are some ultra excess, Excelsior uh, Fa- platinum File is, Fabrica File is Max's sister, just so everyone knows. So we, you'd be supporting one of our friends. Fabrica File? Yes. All right. What was your costume? I was Sleepy Trixie. And um, I asked Mike Vogel what his favorite scene that he ever wrote in MLP was. And uh, without skipping a beat or noticing what my cosplay was, he just said, oh, when Starlight Glimmer goes to wake up Trixie and they have to go fight the changelings. And then I'm like, hey, uh, I'm dressed as as the character in that scene. I'm dressed as that scene, essentially. And he... uh, it's like, oh, I didn't even notice that. Wow, I'm glad that had an impact or whatever. Um, or I don't know if he was glad. He was being uh, very glad towards everyone. He seemed to be having a good time. That uh, That's one of the few show people who really just seems like uh, you'd mistake him for one of the bronies walking around the convention more than you'd... He doesn't carry himself like show staff. He carries himself like part of the fandom. It's um, like nothing I've quite seen before. Nice. How was your week, uh, Max? Oh, uh, pretty good. I uh, taught myself how to make magical cord. Ooh, what like, is that? Uh, braiding and uh, like glyphing and like getting in, getting in a huff. I'm going to use it to uh, make a grip for a uh, ceremonial club. Nice. What are you going to do with that ceremonial club? He's going to be up in this club. He's going to bring Bob. Oh, that kind of club. I'm not going to hit trees with it because I love trees. All right. Uh, I do. Nice. All right. How about you, Courtney? Um, What's been magical in your week lately? How was your afternoon? I don't want to talk about my afternoon. (laughs) Oh, yeah. How how did the magical afternoon go? That was not magical at all. It was very mundane. Can we discuss what uh, the nature of it? You comfortable I, I was, with that? I was, uh, I was um, descended upon in a sexual manner uh-huh. that I did not appreciate. Yeah. Okay. So is this like a really intense story? No. I mean, the guy was just a fuck boy. Okay. <laughs> in the truest sense of the word. So it's not like some, not like something you have to press charges. No, about. no, no, no. Okay. No. Good. No, she I was, was just, just like, like no, Ron. Your tail is small. Yes. I was just like leave, like get off me. I mean, like, I know I didn't tell him to leave, but he left on his. Own is this accord. a Tinder situation we're talking about, or sort a, of a, a online other one. dating thing? Someone who listens to the show, shout out. No, if you're listening, no, keep I haven't, listening. I haven't given this out to. But but you've totally moved on. No, no cooking up of curses. Uh, and no, no, I, no, I wish I, whoever that guy is. Uh-huh. <laughs> I wish him the best. I hope he finds someone who likes as, that stuff as equally as uh, savagely sexual. Yeah. Hey, you know that's it's some people appreciate that. And I'm a little bit more old fashioned. Uh huh. So it was just like. No, and he was you. futuristic, like designer, the rapper designer, yeah. or the rapper future, I mean. Yeah, future. But right. he just totally uh, but had that the wasn't, wrong idea. I, can I talk about right. my week, though? That was like, yeah. you asked me no, like, was, about yeah, the worst was part of my <laughs> How was the non-worst parts of your week? Great. <laughs> cool. We, went, we went to a little thing. And yeah, we went to a party cool last people night. people last night. And um, that, was, that was cool. And 
We talked to a girl with a Barbie doll leg necklace. That I was did. Really that cool. was the first thing I said to what? her. As I said, I like your leg. Yeah. She had a Barbie doll she leg. She had plastic legs. There she had a necklace. necklace like yeah. bangs or something. What? She was really cool. We were talking about everyday magic. and That's, that's really cool. And, and that's important because, as I talked, I think I've talked about that on here before. Is that that you asked me like what's my ma- what is my practice and the everyday ma- everyday magic is for me the little things the numbers using certain numbers mm-hmm. or certain patterns of thinking like I'm gonna shift into another reality right now and then writing it down twice because for some reason if I do something twice it's more powerful for me than three. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Just that's, that, that's my personal thing. Power of twos, baby. Power. No, that's my power number. Yeah. So uh, we. So us talking about that last night just kind of reminded me that. Yeah, I'm doing what I'm. I'm just. That's part of. That's just reality. Yeah. It's just you interacting with reality. I think we talked about that last night. Yeah. Just how we interact can be a magical act, and how we view our uh, sense of the world around us and um like causing vision, demons to spring like out from our check, fingers you know. at, at random people we see on the street just for fun yeah i don't do that though anymore no who would ever do something <laughs> like that john d yeah yeah well Today's episode is also brought to you by Beer's Beds. Beer's Beds, the only bed uh, in a box company uh, totally endorsed by the city of Chicago and uh, the Chicago Bears. Don't buy beds from that other guy. He, he, don't, he don't know nothing about beds. Beer's Beds. All right, I want to give a shout out to listener Aaron who said... May I say, as a practitioner and researcher of various forms of magic for around 28 years, you guys are refreshing. I love the mischievous, fun-loving, experience-bracing tone. I'm sure that there are purists out there that may dislike the style, but I say keep doing what you're doing. I'm certainly going to keep listening. Cheers to Let's Just Be Wizards team from UK. Oh, wow. Yeah, thank you, Aaron. Thank you, Aaron. Honestly. You know, it, it means a lot. He seems like a cool guy. Yeah, no, it seems like we're hitting just the right balance yeah, for this found person. an audience member. Yeah, awesome. So, yeah, thanks a lot for that nice, uh, encouraging note. And he also suggested that for next week's topic or next couple, in a couple weeks topic, however long it takes us to make these, we do astral projections. So oh, that'll be fun. Yeah, I think that might be a fun one to do for next time. Thanks, Aaron. Yeah, thanks. So, um, yeah, so should we hit the news? Let's hit the news. Let's hit it. Uh, Let's start with a follow-up story from a previous episode where we decided we would choose an individual to curse and Max, our friend here, decided that uh, Duterte was going to get his real bad and I'm going to say that uh, Max's curse probably worked pretty well because Duterte has to go hang out with Donald Trump all weekend. So um, anyone who has to deal with that guy for more than a little while is uh, probably not enjoying himself. So uh, there you go. Uh, Max, good work. 
Thank you. Looks like your curse uh, finally hit. I, I used I, to do my curse, or that one was months ago. I'm trying to remember, but I did use magical thread. You did? You did some sort of rope uh, yeah. rope trick? I'm hmm. kind of like a, a rope freak. You know? yeah, I, I, yeah, we're back, in, back to this. I see. Yeah, this has been a reoccurring theme today, Max. Well, it's just <laughs> yeah. personal style. I guess so. Um, well, let's um, let's get down let's get down and dirty. Uh, so outside of Fresno, this this guy uh, Corey Ali Muhammad, uh, he decided that uh, he decided he was gonna go gun some folks down. Yeah, I heard about this. It's yeah, sad. it's really sad. So um, hearts out to the victims' families. And uh, uh, but uh, on a strange note of this, which mm-hmm. has. Um, could have been a ploy he came up with just to achieve further mental evaluation. He was insisting that he practices voodoo, which was another topic we covered in our episode about curses. Yeah. Um, so a, a wizard decided to not use magic to smite people down and just decided to light some fires and gun some people down. So um, sad news, some guy who probably thought he was a wizard and wasn't just being a wizard decided he would... Uh, murder some folks. Now, where in the Holy Quran does it say that thou shalt be able be to able practice to do, voodoo sometimes? Yeah, or, do, or or just do you know this kind of spiritual practice from? Uh, yeah, no, it doesn't seem to line up. Was he talking about voodoo and saying Allah like, Akbar? Yeah, the, no, he, he wasn't. He wasn't actually doing that. Yeah, did he? He was. Um, he was screaming about a race war when he shot at those guys. And see, that's a whole nother. They're just issue. trying to keep us down. Man. Yeah. Well, white lives ain't shit. <laughs> no wizard lives. Oh yeah. Well, wizard lives. Uh, I think we can take care of ourselves. <laughs> They're just trying to keep the. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, this is more. Once again, this is control. more negative press. Just being, spun, just being spun onto wizard kind. They want everyone to think that anyone who says, I practice voodoo, I practice magic, is one second away from locking and loading and shooting everyone up down at the Save Mart, which we're not. Right, we're the most peaceful of anything. We're viewing a peaceful. Right, idea if I were able to control hate. reality with the, uh, with the merest of thought, why the hell would I ever shoot anyone? Now, that guy Richard Ramirez, though, he was probably a bad <coughs> wizard. Yeah, this guy was probably not a wizard. Yeah, we'll just say not a wizard. Just well, in a 2024 or 2023, Pluto will move out of Capricorn. It's been in Capricorn for like already since 2006. Uh-huh. And it'll move into Aquarius. And that will be like people getting woke like for real. It will. No, I'm not. I'm not going to. Like a it. turning okay. point? I was going to say a thing, but I'm not going to say it. Cause, oh, to talk to on astrology? A, it, would be, it would be the. Because, you know, John D. was a, a huge astrologer. A uh, song. Are you trying to get donkey of the day? No, I'm not. Okay, good. <laughs> Anyways, um, so that's the news, right? That's right. Anything else? That's it? Uh, no, that's it. Not okay. Until 2023. Yeah, 2023. Oh, is yeah, your astrological news. That was yeah. astrological news. Maybe I should just start doing astrological Yeah, news. do you have anything? Oh, yeah. what, what should people What's be thinking going on about right now? Right now? Okay, yeah. so currently... Not um, to date ourselves, but... Well, at Mercury's retrograde, as uh-huh. people love to say, but the, it's uh, common because it happens a lot. Like three times a year, didn't she say? Three to four, depending upon Jesus. the year. And it happens for like three weeks. And we're it's gonna so that's gonna go direct. That's on almost May like a 4th. period. 
It is so, like a period. It sucks. Thank yeah. you for understanding this. Um, so, wait, were you saying Mercury is what now? Mercury is retrograde. Which so what, it, Mercury got, it governs, got like a kitchen table with boomerangs mer- on it? No. Like a wanning movement? It just appears to be moving Waning. backwards in the sky from Earth's view. That's mm-hmm. all. This is not actually move. So um, that will signify a period of time where you have trouble. Mercury governs communication. Um, it governs travel. Uh, those are the two main Is that things. why that guy got dragged off that plane? I don't know. Mm. But, um, you know, I had my phone glitch out on me and I had to get a replacement phone. Oh, Certain dude, things, like, my, things remember like that when my navigator wasn't working and on my miscommunication phone the other night? Oh, yeah. yeah. Miscommunication between people, individuals. Yeah. Um, super common right now. I've been feeling that a lot at work. You have a lot of tension in conversations and stuff. And you, you tend to start thinking because it's retrograde. So you're thinking back. To mm-hmm. prior things, you're like, and then right now the moon is in Gemini still. I think it's going to move out of Gemini tonight and into Cancer. It gets more emotional, but um, anyway, let's see. Long term effects. Uh, well, Pluto has been retro, or Pluto has been direct for the past six months, uh-huh. and starting about a week ago, it went retrograde, which is actually good because Pluto is the planet of death and rebirth, and it's the planet of, you know. Um, Basically, it's been in Capricorn, so it's all about boundaries right now yeah. and pushing boundaries and setting boundaries for the past six months. And just think about it. Trump got mm-hmm. elected. Everything seems all fucked. You know, all these boundaries are being tested on everybody and people are getting really in, like tense. The walls yeah. are closing in. Yeah. People are just like getting all like, fuck, you know, fuck this, fuck that. You know, I will not put up with this anymore. I will not put up with that anymore. Lots of boundaries being set up. Mm-hmm. So now we get a break from that for six months until September 29th. Yeah. So it's a good time to like just assimilate what's happened in the past six months. You get to chill out a little bit and move forward with your life story or your karma. And then when that happens, that the pictures are going to come out of Trump game peed on and then we're going to have a new president. Yeah, of course. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't even think that could hurt him, honestly. I don't know, but I feel like, like so- something's going to like They made- paid those women to pee on me. <laughs> Get it? Good this money. Instead of paid protest. Yeah. yeah, they paid him to pee on me. That was just uh So, yeah, so they paid him to do that. Yes, we know. That's what we're saying. <laughs> it's it's exactly piss, the thing. He was a piss payer. <laughs> piss payer. It's all fake pee. Yeah. It's fake pee. George it's Soros not... pee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> George Soros funded. <laughs> all right, guys. That was the news. Now on to the topic. And this is going to be, could potentially be a long, very informational episode because not if i have anything to say about it all right we'll see jesus so this is uh we're doing our episode on the famous uh which can we call him a courtesan to queen elizabeth What's we can the, call him her official advisor official advisor john on his tombstone yeah he he did that so he was born gave him a fancy Wait, necklace you mean that guy yeah. who made those clocks and then npr started following him around till he killed himself yeah, I think he had mercury poisoning. That's the one. He had mercury retrograde poisoning. Yeah, he had retrograde <laughs> mercury poisoning. Get your S-Town ah, out of my face. Ah, ah. Check out S-Town. As, uh, uh, you know, I want to give a shout oh, out to them. that was John B. <laughs> this is John D. John you know? B is pretty cool. John B. McLemore is a pretty Personally, cool guy. Personally, I, I think that Edward Kelly is way more rad than John D. ever was. I know. The John more D. That was I... way smarter, mm-hmm. but... but um, Edward Kelly was doing the shit. John D. was the RZA. Edward Kelly was the old dirty bastard. (laughs) That's fucking great, dude. Hey, I'm supposed to cover cultural impact on this one. Come on, man. (laughs) He thought he had the voice of God. 
Yeah. Oh, well, maybe he did because, uh, well, as we'll learn, you know, there's some pretty good evidence that Edward Kelly uh, was really tuning into some serious stuff. So first off, who's John Dee? Dee was born in Tower Ward, London, to Roland Dee of Welsh descent and Johanna Wilde. His father, Roland, was a mercer. And, and invented the 808 beat machine. And gentleman courtier <laughs> to Henry VIII. Yeah. He entered Henry the 808. <laughs> Henry the 808. <laughs> the eight o- Roland 808. <laughs> yes. Roland the 808. He entered St. John's College, Cambridge, in November of 1542 at 15 graduating Bachelors of Arts in 1545. At Trinity, the clever stage effects he produced for a production of Aristophanes' piece... See, see, totally EDM, totally. (laughs) ...procured him the reputation of being a magician that clung to him through life. So he started out as a practical effects kind of magician. That's that's fucking cool. In 1552, he met Girolamo Cardano in London... During their acquaintance, they investigated a perpetual motion machine, as well as a gem purported to have magical properties. Uh, and we all know how perpetual motion, motion works, right? Um, you just put the generators. No, no, you put the on okay. the car right, wheels. You are, put the generator. Thermodynamics. So when your car stopped and the spinning still goes. Thermodynamics. <laughs> a system. Cannot put out more energy than you put into it. That's that's th- and that's even that is a oversimplified explanation. Just put the battery charger. Well, very in the small detail. Just continue because okay, I don't think no I'm wondering where you where did you here. get this info? Just curious. Oh, uh, from di- I have my sources. You know, <laughs> podcast sources. You yeah. want sources? I can't reveal my podcastopedia. Sources. Come on, it's where there, all podcasts I would get just their like information. To say, mm-hmm. Can I just say? Yes, interject. Okay. There's a lot of disinformation about John D out there because uh-huh. they like, for instance, on his tombstone it says astronomer, not astrologer, which is what he what he actually predicted. Sorry, if, am I stealing any thunder? With Go, anything? please. Go he for predicted it. that a Queen Mary would die, right, and that um, Queen Elizabeth would take her place. And at the time, Queen Mary had him put in prison. Is that or is anyone going to cover that? I'm going to talk about okay. that well, later. Well, but. okay. So um, the thing is, is he on his on his uh, tombstone it says astronomer mathematician and some other shit but it's all very science and, and advisor to yeah. queen elizabeth he was very so there's, so a, there's hold, an hold official on. history of him and then there's the actual esoteric but goings on I mean, in his diaries wouldn't saying he was attempting to make a perpetual motion machine hurt his credibility rather than bolster it because that's simply not at that time, there was a lot of occult, there was a lot of occult happenings. And okay, so, and alchemy was a big thing back then. Everyone was trying to find okay. out how to I make mean, gold. I mean, I, yeah, I, 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 am, I am an alchemist and astronomer, and I and I'm and I'm pretty sure there's no perpetual motion. So. Alchemy, but does back that then, mean... astronomy and astrology were very much. Commuted. Oh no! Like I, was, I like honestly, I as soon as you said that thing about Mercury, I was like, oh, I, I got to bust out the Dobson a few nights. I got to <laughs> check this out. Like, a, you got to make some observations on this, which. I find that interesting that they put astronomer because, like an astronomer, that has nothing to do with being a mathematician. You just look and take notes and you to go. But no, he did do a lot. Yeah, yeah, but but, uh, but didn't he invent pull tabs? <laughs> All right. In 1555, he was arrested. Sorry? Why was he arrested? Dick waggling? No, for calculating. Ah. Uh, got arrested for calculating. Waggling. He cast a horoscope of Queen Mary and Princess Elizabeth. Um, 
It was expanded to the charge of expanded to treason against Mary. D appeared to the Star Chamber, exonerated himself, but was turned over to the Catholic Bishop Bonner for religious examination. So, yeah, that's what you were talking about. At least now I'm we glad know. that you filled us in because now we know why they, they locked him up. At least now we know what the D stands for. <laughs> Dick Waggler. So a, bish, a bishop with pointy hat and his name was Boner? Yeah, Bonner. Bishop Bonner. Bishop Bonner. Yeah, yeah. he makes the soap. Two N's. <laughs> he puts all that crazy yeah, religious writing, the writing on, the on the soap. Yeah. But check it out because when Mary got out of the picture, Elizabeth took the throne. And... She was like, what? You predicted that shit? And Dee became her trusted advisor on all astrological and scientific matters, choosing Elizabeth's coronation date himself. Isn't that awesome? He chose her coronation date? Don't they do that on the birthday now? A most fortuitous and auspicious date. Oh, and this is interesting. So, I mean, of all the great things he's done... Uh, from the 1550s to the 1570s, he served as an advisor to England's voyages of discovery. Wait, so you're telling me he invented the He was the a cartographer. He had his hand in the Yeah, but he world. didn't write the song. No, that's... That, no, we... God, don't anyone mention the song. You could sing it now. It's fine. Oh, okay. I think the... Can't you sing the birthday, no. happy birthday song now? I don't... Th- happy birthday to you? I believe that is still copyrighted. No, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday oh, please stop. Whatever this you. is, stop it now. All right. Anyways, it's okay to sing yeah, that song yeah, now. Not, not... Okay, yeah, that one's He okay. provided technical assistance and navigation, ideological backing. Hold on a second. My notes are all screwed up. Um, so, yeah, but anyways... He was a he, cartographer, Yeah. Right? And he was, at, he was getting knowledge from the angels about how to, what to do. Yeah. Basically, that that occult shit that was going on was what brought the great British Empire and all this this whole outpouring of like let's fucking. Obtain he coined shit. the term British Empire. What's I, your I favorite projection of the Earth's map? I like Atlas? the astromuffle equidistant, but I I <laughs> tend to go back to the um, to the Dymaxion by Buckminster Fuller. Uh, just for aesthetics. Ooh, I love Bucky Fuller. Yeah, Bucky's the man. But I didn't know about this map. A Dymaxion projection. He's it's similar to the Astromuffle Equidistant. Beautiful meridians. No idea. Are you yeah, trying the meridians to sound really smart really right cool. now? Is that what's happening? I am happening? really smart. I mean, is that what's happening? He knows about stuff. <laughs> but what does it have to do with this? Well, no, you mentioned he was a cartographer, and I thought yeah, I might ask what everyone's one. favorite projection oh. of the Earth's map was. I'm not, I'm not a cartographer. I like the one that shows America as the biggest continent. Which <laughs> one's that one called? Oh, Decatur. Oh, okay, the high school one? The Decatur. Okay, yeah. So anyways, in uh, 1574, <laughs> Dee wrote a letter to William Cecil, the first Baron Burgley, Seeking patronage, he claimed to have occult knowledge of treasure in the Welsh marches and of valuables, ancient manuscripts kept at Wil- Wigmore Castle, knowing that the Lord Treasurer's ancestors came from this area. An ancient drawer of dipping sauces in a Northern California trailer park. Lots of ancient uh, treasure in Wales, especially the Cardiff area. Yeah. Do you think that the angels told him where the treasure was? Definitely. All right. He was he was into some shit. So and and not to get too far ahead of ourselves, but this was pre Kelly that he's getting the angel. He was using um, pre Kelly. He was using other scryers. Uh huh. And and Kelly just happened to be the the most like psychic and attuned to the and other side. And what is scrying for everyone listening? Scrying is 
basically it's a form of divination with a this a scrying tool. I mean, that's what they literally call it. Like or, a well, crystal ball. Looking yeah, at a ga- crystal ball. Yeah, you you look into this like or he had a they had a, didn't they have some like really strange a stone right? He had an stone, obsidian and it, disc. Yeah. Yes, and it so it was like a concave. Um, like a little cup, sort of or bowl-looking thing that he would that he would look into. Kelly would look into. Very ornate, extremely ornate. Like if you look up a picture of Very it, on expensive. Google. <laughs> Highly, yeah. I, <laughs> gonna buy one. He was a minerals man. Yeah, I, I, I did look up scrying mirrors on uh, on Amazon. One of those run. I mean, I want a nice one. A nice one, you probably pay a hundred and fifty bucks it. for. Yeah, that's obsidian like, black scrying mirror. That, you know, you can. I mean, how much do you think those tarot cards were? One. Like, we're in the ballpark already. Yeah, like, yeah. All right, definitely yeah. pick one I'm up. I'm thinking then. of getting. That would be freaking cool. Get an Enochian one, man. Okay. What's the Enochian one like? Look at. I'm telling you to Google it because it's it is. Well, it's because it's a the I, format. I got isn't, some stuff to mention about Enoch, so. Uh, oh, we'll so save don't it. Step maybe. on his. No, I'm just kidding. But we can still look at it. Yeah, but this is a yeah. Listeners at home, please look up Enochian scrying mirror. Right, mirror. Um, I believe it's or scrying stone. Uh, let's see. Scrying. I heard you scrying loud. Yeah. <laughs> Magical tools. Um. So yeah, uh, are you gonna show us the picture? Um. All right. While that's happening, can I drop one more? Yeah, do it. I'm just checking it out here. Wonderful fact. Okay, so this is a one of the one of his bi- first big works he wrote in the occult. Uh, he wrote the hermetic work *Monus Hieroglyphica*, an exhaustive Kabbalistic interpretation of a glyph of his own design. So you know we talked about sigil magic on yeah. the chaos. He made his own sigil and wrote a whole damn book about it, meant to express the mystical unity of all creation. And uh, are you familiar with the band Einstrzende Neubotten at all? No. Yeah. Well, it's basically, it looks like their logo, pretty That's much. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, let me, I want to... Am tra- I look? is that what I'm looking at right now yeah, on the it's, screen? It looks like a one-eyed devil man uh, with uh, with little, like, you know... Uh, an angry of, one. Kind of... Uh, <laughs> Unibrow. Uh, uh, arched kind of legs, little stumpy arched legs walking around. But yeah, he made a with whole damn book waggle, about with it. With his dick waggling out. Of course. So by the early 1580s, Dee was growing dissatisfied with his progress in learning the secrets of nature, as well as his failing influence and recognition in court circles. So he was dropping out of favor with the uh, So the bronies royalty. were not feeling his presence in the chat, is right. what you're saying. I see. So uh, he sought to contact spirits through the use of a scryer, a crystal gazer. So this is the 1580s. So actually, um, he was. that's when he was talking to scryer. Talking to scryers was a little later, but maybe you're saying he was doing that. The well, the actual this actual tool came later, mm-hmm. but he was ha- he had other like people, mediums and 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 whatever you want to call it, divinatory Ooh, using divinatory tools me. before Ooh, Kelly came along because he never really had any. He admitted he never really had any connection. He was not able to connect in that way. That's so cool that he could admit that. Oh, man. He just he farmed was, it out. He was just, he just like, I hire smart. A's. He yeah, he's like, smart. I hire A talent. I'll get them to do yeah, it Yeah, and for Kelly me. was the craziest. I love it. But he was also, like, the, the closest to the He was side. tuned maybe in, is that's, what you're saying. There's something that that's has... Cool. So this is, this, this is the image of his... Scry- it's, he, it is called a scrying bowl. Oh, cool. But it is shaped like a mirror. 
Yeah, pack that bowl full of scry. So if you look. Oh, that's neat. It's just, it's so. There's this one has uh, looks like that's two of them. Is. There's one with some kind of he he had an angelic la- whole whole language that they gave. Him oh yeah, and, we're getting and, into that. So it's that's on one of those stones, but oh. the other one's just made of pure obsidian, and it's like very. Um, it it had its own really super ornate setup that mm-hmm. was that they used. But I anyway. did. I'll, yeah, I'm gonna get into what you need to have like an Enochian temple. Um, so that'll be. Wow. I think that's kind of interesting. Um, the whole setup you're gonna need to do it at home. Um, DIY. Yeah. So his first attempts uh, with several scryers were scryers were not satisfactory. But in 1582, he met Edward Kelly. Then going under the name of Edward Talbot to disguise his uh, conviction for coining or forgery. That's what I hear. Sorry. I love it. Uh, That's awesome. And Edward Kelly impressed him greatly with his abilities. Dee took Kelly into his service and began to devote all of his energies to his supernatural pursuits. These spiritual conferences or actions were conducted with an air of intense Christian piety always after periods of purification, prayer, and fasting. D maintained that the angels laboriously dictated several books to him this way, through Kelly, some in a special angelic or Enochian language. Max, do you have anything to say about Enochian They were shit? They were just a dynamic duel, kind of, but uh, on uh, Enochian things, uh, the Christian Bible, Enoch, mm-hmm. was a scribe who lived for... Uh, 365 years on earth before God took him and turned him into an angel uh, known as Metatron. That might... My favorite uh, Transformer. That's my favorite angel. That might uh, be familiar to some... uh, Oh, Santana. He's prayed to Metatron, And so is Metatron. uh, Seriously. He was an angel who had uh, 365,000 eyes and 36 wings, and he held the office of uh, chancellor in heaven. And according to some uh, Jewish belief systems... Um, Can I say something real quick? This guy sounds like a demon with very elaborate (laughs) cosplay. Um, But go on. Um, Metatron's the the weaver of the tapestry of the universe. Sounds like a spider to me, all his eyeballs. But according to some uh, Jewish belief systems, Metatron uh, carried Jewish prayers through the nine hundred heavens. He'll hang on to those directly to God. (laughs) Jewish prayers. He'll hang on to those for you. You don't need to worry about those. Stepping on my track. Yeah, did you get all? Did you get it all out before? Oh, quick uh, facts about John D. Real quick. Uh, in 1587, Kelly informed him that uh, the angels told him that they wish for the pair of them to share their wives and earthly possessions. So kind of like a polygamy type of thing. I don't, I don't know. Gosh, well, that do you think that it was hard to share want, their possessions if, if like that? If you ever want a yeah. wife swap, I'm your guy. Uh, okay. And then like his wife, Jane, and son, Michael, died in 1604. Died in a horrible wife plague. swapping accident. <laughs> yeah, I was just about <laughs> um, to also, say. Also, uh, as you <laughs> mentioned, he encouraged Queen Elizabeth, through his uh, advice, to expand the British Empire into the New World. Yeah. After they died of bubonic plague. After yeah. So like, he was like, "Fuck everybody everything. wanted to get I'm the done. fuck out of England." Like, oh, where where can kill we it go? with fire? Yeah, essentially. Well, um, I, now world, I I heard begins. that that um, the whole uh, 
D did not want his wife sleeping with Kelly. Kelly was like a lot younger than him. And he was just like this disheveled, like not giving a fuck crazy kind of dude. Like maybe would be perceived as schizophrenic in today's society. He just told him pause off, you know. And uh, so, yeah, John, so D was very much (laughs) like, no, I'm very against this. But the whole idea was that she was supposed to not actually be having sex with Kelly, but an angel being trans or um, being uh, an angel taking over. Com- so, so complex role play involved with wife swapping. Well, I mean, you could look at it as, yeah. as Kelly was like, I'm going to fuck your wife. And so I'm just going to tell you, there's going to be like an angel in my body and I'm just going to, that you angel's going to totally fuck your said, wife uh, via me. Well, yes. Yeah, said uh, d- divine intervention, you know, here's, but here's it what could we're doing. be that if he was able to channel angels, because it sounds like he was super connected, then maybe they were able to do that. I, I was begrudgingly about, he I was had sex to with talk his about wife. Cultural influence. Well, what is the, like, you, you said mean that's the second. Okay, but that's the second time you said no, that. No, I know. It's okay. Yes, because this person's cultural impact impact is extremely vast and profound. Look, he even invented wife swapping, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but D wasn't into it. I just and want to make apparently that distinction. D's but wife wasn't into, into it, it either. Is what I he hear. Gave in. Yeah, she wasn't either. But eventually he gave in. Why didn't she want a little younger piece of tail? I mean, the times were different. Yeah? As we talked about in the beginning segment. Yeah, I mean, she... I'm thinking they all went uh, to some pretty awesome parties. They they had a, their own little parties. Yeah. yeah. They need to go to other people's parties. Nobody and yeah. no one else invited <laughs> in that treehouse. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to just go over uh, some of the spirits uh, that they would talk to during these scrying sessions. Uh, Most often, uh, the visitors that they had, you know, that would talk to them during these angelic conversations uh, between Kelly and the scrying tool. I'm just hoping that I've given enough. I forget where I started in this. You're fine. Keep going. Okay. Most often, the visitors were the uh, Archangels Michael, Gabriel, Raphael, and Uriel. Although another, Madimi, was also a regular visitor. The apparitions appeared in a variety of guises. They might look like a young girl, or a husbandman in red apparel, a yellow-haired woman who was like an old maid, or on occasion, just like a big, tall creature. During the conversations with these celestials, two main forms of knowledge were conveyed to Dee. Firstly, the angels provided many grid-like tables purporting to be the angelic alphabet. So, yeah. I didn't realize those were... uh, That was the part I always ignore when I have visions. I didn't think the grids meant anything. That's fucking cool, Dude, that's the codex. Ah, You gotta write that down. I like the dialogue more, but anyway. When you're on acid and stuff, when you see those hieroglyphic-looking things? Yeah, well, I I get those when I just lay down for a nap most of the time. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So, yeah, that's... Lately or all the time? Yeah, for always. Wow. So write them down, man. Okay. In 1583, D met met the visiting impoverished yet popular Polish nobleman, Albert Lasky. Do you guys know about Albert Lasky? I do not. I know of a Lasky. (laughs) Well, he invited D to accompany him to return to Poland with some prompting by the angels through Kelly and his worsening status at court. D was persuaded to go. D. Kelly and their family left for the continent in September 1583, but Lasky proved to be bankrupt and out of favor in his own country. D. and Kelly began a nomadic life in Central Europe, 
Meanwhile, continuing their spiritual conferences, which Dee recorded meticulously in his diaries and almanacs. Do you guys want to hear a little excerpt of one of his uh Wait, you have a clip from the podcast that they did? That's yeah. awesome. Yes, please. Go I'm, on. Di- I'm dying yeah. to hear it, man. Okay, so I'm going to skip forward ahead here. All right, so this is uh, July 10th, 1587. Bartholomew and Raphael, page 34 to 35. Raphael, uh, uh, D gives his opening ritual petition. Bartholomew. As for you, the creator of God doth appear. Raphael. This is Raphael speaking. Blessed be God the Father and God the Son and God the Holy Ghost. All honor and power be ascribed unto the living God forevermore. Amen. Dr. D says, Amen. Raphael. John D., I am Raphael, one of the blessed and elect angels of the Almighty, and at his will and his good pleasure he hath commanded me to appear here at this time to set forth the will and pleasure of the Almighty God. John D., my message that I have at this time to deliver unto thee is of great force in that God would have thee to do. And whereas it was said at my last appearing at this beholder that I would appear again, and now I wish for you to uh, have sex uh, have your wife have sex with me through Edward Kelly right now, and that you should not complain, but you should watch. And as you watch, and your eyes lock with mine, the, uh, the great seed will be cast that will... No, I'm just kidding. You know, I'm sure the fancy language oh, made it hard for him to argue oh, with God. it. <laughs> All the flowery, sacred... I would definitely have listened to that podcast. (laughs) Now I do make known unto you the plain meaning and understanding thereof. First, though, hast been promised the secret knowledge understanding of the Philosopher's Stone, of the book of St. Dunstan's, to have the knowledge of them. So, yeah, it's old-timey kind of language. And the prisoner of Azkaban himself. (laughs) Yes, as as we all know. Uh We must complete this sacred covenant. So wife sharing. Um, uh, yeah. Hold on one second. So yeah, seems kind of fishy to me. It seems Why? weird. Well, because the angels kind of like um, when you read some of the transcripts, the angels seem like they're kind of almost talking down to them. Mm. Like you talking guys, down like, to humans. Yeah, like you guys are idiots. Come on. They should. They're huh? angels. I mean, right? But the, like. Well, hold on a second. Like, okay, when we hear angels talk, they don't talk to us like that because we're modern people and they need to use la- use language, language, language. But uh, did everybody hear that? Whoa! In um, <laughs> in that era, it's entirely Mercury possible retrograde. that people were just that dense, and that angels needed to be complete assholes to these men in order to get them to pay any attention. Well, no, like, but the th- but the part that I'm keying in pop- on that I wanted oh, to no. bring up was that they were basically saying that this is God's will, and we're here for to enact God's will. Um, God's will is that you fucking sleep with this. Well. I mean, I, I actually made up that. Part. I know part of that, that was true, but, but obviously <sighs> that did end up happening. Yeah, at, well, some, at a certain point. Don't so question God. Sometimes it's kind of weird to me because angels are not supposed to have free will, and we can also ask for their assistance in things. It's not. It just seems like they're so. It's like talking down to these dudes. Like, mm-hmm. 
it, I, uh, I like think it's kind, they're kind of scary. Did angels, so it makes me like, wonder just, if maybe just, they're just they were just talking. They were fucking with demons and I, they didn't realize uh, it. The demons in elaborate cosplay. I thought that was a possibility, or they just went through a rebranding and went demons, angels. We'll we'll talk to them one way in this century, and then a couple centuries later, we'll start talking different. What? There's like a delay in the. Do you hear that? No. no. Ever since that little glitch happened. I don't hear much well, of it. That sounds delay. all right to me. Okay, I keep hearing it. Maybe it's just mine. No, I mean, this often happens. Hold on a second. So, angels are a con- connection. We'll be back right after this a message. Con- a collection of knowledge and metacosm. And finally, today's episode of Let's Just Be Wizards is brought to you by LA Mattress Company. Hello, everyone. I'm Tour de France winning cyclist Lance Armstrong. And I want you all to know that my new mattress in a box company, based in Boulder, Colorado's name, has absolutely nothing to do with where our company is based. Buy my mattress in a box. It's great to see you back in the game. Thank you. All right. It's allergy season in Sacramento. It's closing in, you guys. All right, so we, all, we we talked about the wife swapping thing a million times. Which angel do you think it was that inhabited Edward Kelly and told him to do this? I, w- I don't know, but I would guess Uriel because he's the archangel of the earth. Is, is there Whoa, you angel? got it right. Did it I? was Uriel. I won. Finally, I knew something. He ordered the men to share the all their possessions, including their wives. So, yeah. Yeah, he's a little... I don't feel like he. I feel like he's like in, like there's levels, you know, of mm-hmm. like, kind of the closer you are to Earth, the closer you are to kind of hell. Do you, do you know the Kate Bush song where she's like, Michael before me, Uriel on my left yes. side, yeah, yeah, in the circle of fire. What's that song called? I have no idea, but. Uriel has been. I mean, these are these have been talked about Song in so a lot of music. Um, the Archangel. Uh-huh. I mean, Archangel Michael is obviously the most, but it sounds like kind of Michael the, Rowe. Most of your what I, uh, I think I know about angels is from uh, Evangelion. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Actually, anime has a lot of stuff with demons and like I'm playing that that game series Shin Megami Tensei. And it's That's all, a really good one, dude. Yeah, it's all about just getting demons to summoning demons and tricking them into working you, for uh, you. Did you watch Death Note? No, I didn't. Oh my god, that's dude, like my favorite. Dude, an- on, I'm not man. an anime Yagami. person, really, but, but I Death love Note that show. Is, uh, Light Yagami and his whole uh, peril. All, like, oh my god, with the uh, like, Shinigami, yeah. 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 L, L's the man. Um, L, oh my god! <laughs> I haven't, it's been like since I think I last time I was wa- watching that was like 2010. Yeah, I've got to say it was before that when I was watching it, but uh, yeah. that was one hell of a oh, ride. Man, that's such a that good show. That was one hell of a ride. I gotta check it out. The Official demon endorsement cool. for that right now. The demon yeah. has those buggy eyes that I really oh, like. Yeah, and he's cool always eating those apples and show. shit. Yeah. <laughs> I like the chocolate bar demon. He's really whiny. He talks like, actually, he's not whiny. You know who he sounds like? Sounds like Max. Does he? Yes. I'm a chocolate bar demon? Really? Yeah. Uh, I, need my wow. I need my notebook back. Wow. Can I get my notebook? <laughs> like, yeah, that guy. Yeah. 
does. Totally does. He does That's right. totally me, huh? I need my yeah. notebook. I need my notebook. I need my notebook yeah. back. No shit. <laughs> so John D. returned to England in 1589. <laughs> Kelly went on to be the alchemist for Emperor Rudolph II. Nine months later, on February 28th, 1588, a son was born to D's wife, whom D baptized Theodorus Trebonianus. 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 Theodonus Trebonianus. And raised him as Theod- his own. Theodonus Trebonianus. Now, it is possible that this child was Kelly's. Since D was 60 at the time and Edward Kelly was only 32. Anno Domini, 1587. Cucking hard. Kelly was getting it in. If your name was D was the original cuck. Man, if your name was Theodonis, (laughs) you would not go by that. Theodonis? Yeah. Just call me Theo. Theo. No, you wouldn't. You would not go by Theo. Call me Donnie. Yeah. (laughs) Donnie? No, you wouldn't go by that either. Back yes. then, Theodonis probably sounds very O-don. regal and like cool back then. I think Ted works. Nah, not back then. We're almost done with the life of uh, right. John. He's like, Lee. let me get through this for fuck's sake. So he returned to Mortlake after six years abroad to find his home vandalized. His library ruined and many of his prized books and instruments stolen. Mm. His favorite guitar. Motherfucker. Furthermore, Dee found that increasing criticism of occult practices has made England even more inhospitable to his magical practices <coughs> and his natural philosophy. Dee sought support from Elizabeth, who hoped he could persuade Kelly to return and ease England's economic burdens through alchemy. She finally appointed Dee Warden of Christ College, Manchester in 1595. But I thought alchemy was made of dead people. How's that? How would that be? The, the Full Metal Alchemist. Sorry, oh, never sorry. mind. Uh, more anime. Oh, oh my god. Animus. Yeah, we can't we're do this. All, yeah, this is not animu. an anime show, animu Max. This is not day, an anime show. Animu. You can't talk about magic without discussing anime. Yeah. Or alchemy without anime. So D spent his final years in poverty, like most wizards. Yeah. At Mortlake. <laughs> <laughs> Like Alistair Crowley. Uh, like we're all part all of the, the same hermetic <laughs> right. order. I Don't used to have do some magic big, is right. what we're telling you. I used to have some Stop. big stuff going on. Now I just hang out on the beach and do my chalk drawings. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do my morphing. And, I do uh, my chakras. <laughs> Doing, <laughs> I get my chakras all in order. So he was forced to sell off all his stuff. To support himself and his daughter, Catherine. All the Sega Genesis games. He sold all of those? Yeah, he's, he had to wait, go to Dimple on. and sell them all hold off. Hold on, hold on, wait. Did he, did he sell did he, Contra? Wait, did he sell the Fixie? He sold Donnie Darko. He and, sold Donnie Darko. Wait, hold and on. And his Criterion hold Collection, on. Royal Tenenbaum. What his Grateful Dead tapes? Wait, did... Did he, did he have to sell the shot chiller, the Jägermeister shot chiller? Oh, no, he hang on to he that. He passed it down that. to his daughter. Oh, that's good. Um, <laughs> he died in Mortlake in 1608 at the age wait, wait, of 82. Wait, wait, hold on. Did, wait, did, did he have to sell the neon okay, Sierra that's Nevada a, Pale Ale sign? That's enough. You get, you get a good price on that. It's yeah, not like you're going to hang it. It's just hang, gonna, collecting <laughs> dust in your garage. We're almost at the end. So let yeah, it please. Let it regard. Be. I just want to give a, a physical an account of his physical appearance. I mean, you could look it up his his profile pic on LinkedIn. <laughs> but the antiquarian John Aubrey gives the following description: He was tall and slender. He wore a gown like an artist's gown, Ooh, with hanging sleeves it. and a slit. 
a very fair, clear, sanguine complexion, a long beard as white as milk. Oh, man. Oh, okay. A very handsome man. Didn't Keanu Reeves play him in something? <laughs> Did, I don't know. I'm all oh, over God. it. I'm over like pre, like, I'm, I'm maybe like pre 50s John D. I would be into. Yeah. I wonder, he probably had dark hair. No, late, late era, like 60s John D. That was when he was re- all wizarded that out. About right. Now he's prime yeah. wizard. Not 60s, but I mean pre 50s. Okay. I want, I want the younger. Yeah, yeah okay, okay. Um, but yeah, you guys want to hear some uh, cool facts about the life of John D? We've yeah. already heard quite a few. But are you guys familiar with the Rosicrucian movement? Yes. You've talked about it. Well, they claim John D is one of their number. There's doubt, however, that an organized Rosicrucian movement existed during D's lifetime and no evidence that has ever belonged to any secret fraternity. I eat dead. There's people. a conspiracy well, what are theory the about John D. Known for, What's though? that? The conspiracy theory about John D is that he actually oh, was sorry, I'll get back to that part of the Rosicrucian movement and that he was part of basically like a tenant of the Illuminati in that way. And and that the whole um think about like the rise of the British Empire in the 16th century was brought about by him via the occult, and it it is what sparked like you know the um uh the what was it you know the Great British no, no. when they invaded India and fucked everything up down there mm-hmm. and um they did a bunch of awful things you know could you have done that with an Alex Jones voice I definitely would have oh, oh well I mean I can br- I can definitely bring the conspiracy theories because yeah. it's yeah. just interesting I mean, we're, we're to consider we're getting into it apparently well no it's interesting um, to consider the other side of things that maybe it's not what it seems maybe but it isn't it's still he it was, was still a pagan blood ritual <laughs> that resulted in the <laughs> Unifying of the banks and turning the whole in uh, aligning the entire central banking system. All right, yeah. (laughs) So, but but either way, he was still using legit magic Mm -hmm. to do what he was doing. But it's just an interesting theory that maybe the reason why so many people were becoming accepting of the occult at that time, yeah, was because all these rich families were trying to get richer. The Tudors, you know, Queen Elizabeth. The first was a tutor, and so they really were trying to tutors get that money. Tu- they were trying tutors, to do alchemy oh, to get the gold. Hey, hey tutors with worth way more than a four door. Oh, D, you know not what you've done. <laughs> really, I mean, by so any that's means something necessary. To consider. It's not who knows, but yeah. Does anyone know anything about the Rosicrucians? I do a little. What do you know about them? A little bit, because I'm a little. Not knowing, they're like they're like <laughs> the older. They're like the uh, were supposedly. I think, and correct me if I'm wrong here, because it is old. I will. <laughs> they are like the old version of what is now the Masonic societies, mm-hmm. Knights of the Garter, Te- Knights, uh, the Knights Templar. Mm-hmm. Um, I have one of their are they, books. Wait, are they? Hold on, is that two different things? Now um, they're just one of many secrets. Sharp, the don't they right sharpen now. their teeth and eat people? <laughs> the point is that they have they Sign have um, there's connotations that they are connected to the Illuminati, the Illumined right. ones, the sacred ones that have geometry, yeah. the access to the secret knowledge that the plebes should not have access to because they want to have all the money and all the stuff for themselves sort of idea. So, so they're the RC Cola of the Masons uh, Coca-Cola. 
No. Well, did RC Cola become Coca-Cola? No. Royal Crown is uh, not a part of Coca-Cola. I think they were... What I'm saying is that they... I I think... I mean, fact check it. Masons were Rolling Stone, Rosicrucian Spin Magazine. They were like the edgy, like, you know... or, Or they're like the cracked magazine to Mad Magazine. They were like the people that wanted to perpetuate the um, systematic murdering of um, shamans and so druids. they're like the DWK they were, uh, to doodle. I'll tell you toe. what they were. They perpe- they were perpetuating the Spanish Inquisition and the um, the uh, Rosicrucians were yeah and a bunch so of dicks. dirty hairy luminaries. They want yeah. and the reason for that was to to steal their esoteric knowledge and murder basically well genocide in general but like they really wanted to go after the shamans and the druids Mm -hmm. their medicine men the people that were like connected and steal all the info yeah supposedly i mean that's that's not nice why are you scaring me you're scaring (laughs) me with all this this knowledge it's over oh it's over what am i gonna do well look the internet just kind of turned that all around so fuck them Here's the interesting thing about it, uh, John D. as well that could or could not be true. He's associated with the Voynich Manuscript. You guys know what that is? No. It was a uh, it was a uh, book that never got picked up by a publisher. Uh, that and probably the reason why is because it's just full of crazy pictures and stuff written in code that no one's been able to decode. It's like uh, one of those amazing. Uh, Books. So it's like Windows 10. Uh, I don't know. I've been on a Mac for a long time. It's, uh, you know, it's like a cool old book. You'd open it. You could find copies of it, actually, like reprints of it. And you can look at all these crazy-ass diagrams and pictures of stuff and all written in code language. Um, It's a baffling enciphered book with illustrations and diagrams. Humanity has yet to decipher. Windows 10. Um, and it's named after Wilfred Michael Voynich, who bought the manuscript in 1912. And he suggested that D may have owned the manuscript and sold it to Rudolph. D was so also it's a, a, it's a cryptographer. An yeah, and that's so true. He, he very well could have written all that stuff. Right, yeah. Rather than channeled it from the angels. Um, he also believed that numbers were the basis of all things and the key to knowledge. From Hermeticism, he drew the belief that man had the potential for divine power, and he believed that this divine power could be exercised through mathematics. His ultimate goal was to help bring forth a unified world religion through the healing of the breach of the Catholic and Protestant churches and the recapture of pure theology of the ancients. You got that? (laughs) So that's uh, yeah. He is a big give the old math gods dork. your blood. That, What's that called? We, we owe so much modern day scientific <coughs> knowledge and mathematical knowledge to John D. Yeah, like seriously. And I don't know if he just like. like what's your favorite mathematical knowledge he made? I don't. I don't like. I hate math, but <laughs> it's done Coward. a lot of good for society. Coward. Right? What? what? You hate math? Yes. Because you're a coward. Well, that's hey, an interesting that's, take on it. That's a little harsh, man. Yeah. I know. Where'd that Damn. come from? It's like some venom. Are you afraid of math? Of no. What's You're probably just I'm naturally good at it then, so fuck you. It. I, it, I, no, I find it vexing at times, but I will not back down to these freaking symbols. Uh-huh. What, what about the new theoretical math that they're teaching kids? 
I was uh, measuring some circles using that the other day. Oh, okay. Well, see, you you work Good a lot with. Uh, I'm lazy about that. I just it's that's my answer. You work with cars. You make things. You I fig- was just you measuring circles. Toys. I was just measuring I Google circles. math. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Just so the word math. <coughs> no, nope. like type yeah. the word Google five plus you know seventy billion or something. I don't know. <laughs> Um, so I mentioned earlier that if you want to do your own Enochian magic, you're going to need some, uh, accoutrement. You're going to need to build up a nice little temple here. All right. Abacus. Uh, that is not one of the things you need. It comes in handy though. You need temperate, uh, temple furniture. You need the holy table, a table with a top engraved with a hexagram a surrounding border of Enochian letters, and in the middle, a 12-fold table engraved with individual Enochian letters. According to Duquette and Hyatt, the holy table does not directly concern elemental or arithmetical workings. Angels found on the holy table are not called forth in these operations. Okay, my bad. Elements of harmony not included. That's what I was referring to earlier, not Mm -hmm. the scrying stone. The table is what's so fucking ornate and crazy, and like, okay, oh my we God. got they, one here in they, the studio they, today. They put that. They, I didn't know that was a thing. Like MLP totally ripped that and put that in their show. Oh really? <laughs> yes. There's oh, a wow. there's a friendship table thing that it's got all the engravings Maybe on it. Maybe that's and why it has such a following. Is because I, it's just hypnotized. Well, people. Th- there's a lot of uh, a lot of. Uh, a lot of stuff that is not... No, they're not subtle about this being about actual magic in MLP. Like, there's no subtlety about it. Like, Let's table when, this conversation When they, when they borrow something like that from real <laughs> magic, I think the show is pretty well aware of what they're doing. Like, the writers will go, oh, we'll give them a table. Oh, like, Noki and magic or something. Yeah, yeah, that'll be cool, you know. So maybe that's why it's so culty. It's, I'd say that's part of the large appeal of it, for me, anyway. That's why it's put a spell on you and so many mm, other cronies. All right. So, what else? You, what else are you gonna need besides that table? You're gonna need the seven planetary talismans. Yeah, elements of oh. harmony not included. The names of these talismans are those of the Gosha, which we talked about earlier. According to Duquette and Hyatt, this indicates, or at least implies, Dee's familiarity with the Lemigaton and his attempt, at least early in his workings, to incorporate it in the Nokian system. Okay, so I'm not gonna get into that because I don't know that much about it but yeah you need seven uh planetary talismans seven elements of harmony um next you'll need the sigillum de ameth holy sevenfold table or seal of god's truth so it's another symbol you're going to need um five versions of this complex diagram are made from beeswax and engraved with various lineal figures letters and numbers oh i hear a foam blowing up yeah um you're also going to need a magician's ring engraved with the god name Pele. That's P or Peel. I don't know. It's Pele. Pele. Pele, yeah. It's yeah. Pele. He's going to whip his shirt off when he does a goal. And uh, you'll need a rod with L painted in three sections, the end being black and the middle red. And that's all you need. That's it. Just get that Simple. stuff in your room, and you'll be in an Enochian angel scribbler. Oh, I'm halfway there. In oh, no I'm time. living on a Just fly on down to Wizard Mart. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and just get it all. No, I, come on. I was working on an Ikea pun there, but I, I didn't get to it. We're done with that bit. Um, 
damn it. That table is fucking crazy, though. I mean, that's what I was talking about earlier, and mm-hmm. I got confused. That's why I was kept thinking it was like a bowl uh-huh. or something that was flat. Hey, I'm sure you could put the letters on a bowl, too. No, the table, um, I've just researched and seen. That's why it looked weird to me, but it had like all these astrological symbols all around the corner, around this um, edge, mm-hmm. and uh, different glyphs and things. So it's just really... Really crucial, it's, really clutch. I well, mean. it's just really interesting and like and ornate. So like I, I think that would be something you'd want to spend the money on. Yeah, I've looked at the Enochian letters. You know, it's like it's pretty simple. It's just this is our alphabet. Mm-hmm. So it's only uh, how many was it? Uh, Forty nine great letters. Um, yeah, an, an oak table. Uh, no, it's. Uh, I think theirs was that was also made out of obsidian, wasn't it? At the top. It doesn't say, but I'm sure it wouldn't hurt. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck it. Make it all out of obsidian. Yeah. Obsidian. Obsidian. So the Enochian language, did we talk about that at all? No. We talked about him being a cryptographer and the angelic sort of downloading of that language, right? Yeah. But we didn't go into it. Well, the reception of Enochian... Uh, which we'll call the Enochian language, just Enochian, started on March 26, 1583, when Kelly reported visions in the crystal of the 21-lettered alphabet characteristic of the language. A few days later, Kelly started receiving what became the first corpus of texts in the purported angelic language. This resulted in the book Liber Logeth, the book of speech from God. The book consists of 49 great letter tables or squares made of 49 by 49 letters. You okay there, man? Yeah. Uh, Dean Kelly said that the angels never translated the text in the book. The other set of Enochian texts was received through Kelly about a year later in Krakow. These are more important since they come with English translations, thus providing the basis for the Enochian vocabulary. Krakow was a center of knowledge, right? Yeah. Many universities there. Was that in Czechoslovakia? Well, in Bohemia, right? Krakowakin. But which turned into the Czech Republic later on. Yeah. My homeland. The text comprised 48 poetic verses in which these manuscripts are called clavis angelicae, or and the angelic keys. The keys are assigned certain functions within the magical system. Dee was apparently intending to use these keys to open the 49 gates of wisdom and understanding, represented by the 49 magic squares in Liber Logeth. So uh, that's what I got on John Dee and the Enochian language and Enochian magic. Any... Anything else on Enochian magic as it's practiced today? Do we have uh, any info on that from you? Uh, well, Courtney, I mean, if you want to talk to some angels, mm-hmm. it's an interesting way to do it, I guess. Um, I personally, I have my doubts as I interject all the time with like, well, but have you thought about this? Like the paranoid way of looking at things. Mm-hmm. Maybe not paranoid, but just kind of the um, a crit- more critical way of looking at it. Like, well, but really, I mean, did Kelly just really want to just fuck John D's wife? Like, are you whole- doubting Edward Kelly? He was kind of was a little bit crazy. Maybe I'm not, he not was doubting just his- being a wizard, right? I'm uh, not doubting his psychic you know. abilities at all. Uh-huh. I'm just saying, there's always another side, especially when it's so old. And it's like out of people's diaries. Like when you, if you were to write out your story, wouldn't you write it 
the way you wanted it. Well, so. I mean, if you were a wizard and you knew your powers were working at least half the time, but no one around you knew what you were doing uh, with magic or were just doing and they went along with, like, you, 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 you would get that confused in your head, too. Like, it wouldn't, you wouldn't know what you were doing with magic and what you were just going around doing at that point. You know, if you had that level of magic where you're just like, no, I'm controlling enough stuff, so I'm just going to assume it's everything. So then I think those around you so, probably might be a little bit more influenced or willing to accept that uh, the things you're doing are, in fact, magical mm-hmm. or there is a magical purpose behind it. Well, yeah, of course. I mean, I just like try to look at things like maybe it's not a great idea to practice Enochian magic. So, Courtney, you were saying you have to step carefully and think about how history was written. Yes, but also, lo- and, but also looking at like what actually happened and what the angels supposedly ac- said to them, mm-hmm. what the information was actually channel- channeled, because you, we don't know who um, Kelly was talking to or getting information from. We don't know for sure that they were angels. They could have been demons. They were promising an awful lot. They were saying, we'll give you all the keys to knowledge. They sound like demons to me. I mean, it's a little bit kind of like, yeah, let's make a deal. And angels are just not like that. Like, I mean... Wait, wait a minute. What what do deals have to do with demons? You know what? Never mind. Um, and wait, <laughs> what difference is there between angels and demons, I wonder? That's I, I think it was just a rebranding on the same creature's parts. Like, we call them angels now. They called themselves angels then. They were actually demons, but they well, were we always the, the same thing. Well, we can use the blanket term of spirits, but, like, there's higher vibrational and lower vibrational. The lower vibrational, as we and talked about before, ones are, are very missed. It's not just black and white, not just and, sulfur. Uh, yeah, they yeah. they feed off if of negative human energy. Them. So that's why when they say like you know you have a demon attached to you, you might have like lowered lowered uh, energy levels and feeling kind of like ugh all the time. But uh-huh. like you can also, and so that's the type of energy that a demon would be feeding off of. But I think that angels and demons are probably the same people. They're the same type of. Energy. This is just my personal belief. Okay, they so just like the to mess with energy. people on Earth because they're bored and they fly around all the time. But then angels are. It's okay. Think of the yin yang symbol. Uh huh. Okay. You need and or just Taoism. You need the dark to perpetuate the light. There, two, two sides of the same coin. The mm-hmm. coin has to keep flipping for time to progress. For think for humanity to progress we need obstacles in order order to overcome them in order to develop ourselves etc you know know what else i thought of when i thought of the yin yang symbol was like one of those halogen lamps with the you know with the knob on it one of those papas on chairs from (laughs) pier one and uh one of those uh like you know swooshy down uh, you know, kind of formica wall decorative things with the mirror, with the with the mirror in the center of Fuck it. Fuck you. Um, but yeah, yin yang logo. I could totally picture that. But, you know, hanging somewhere in this room that I'm picturing in my head. In that room, when you're looking at the yin yang symbol, I'm just trying to get out of this per- room. To be honest, they perpetuate each other. You need it. You okay. need yeah. negative and positive forces in the universe. And so that's all. That's the only distinction I would make between the ter- the word these very polemic weird words we've chosen which are demon and angel you know mm-hmm. it's just like Spirit. yes they are shadow walkers let's just call them that yeah but some <laughs> of them are here for to help 
and some and assist, and some of them are here to fuck with you and like. Just like our friends. Hey, <laughs> either Good way, point. they're both uh, uh, ambitious mixtures. Just like most things of, uh, in the universe, energy and knowledge and well, just just location. another representation of duality in the universe. Yeah. All right, folks. That's been our whole thing on Edward. I mean, uh, John D. And a little bit about Edward Kelly. And I don't know. It does it? I, I'm curious because I've heard Aleister Crowley mention reference Enochian sex magic. Yeah. And I did not look into Enochian sex magic because I figured we'd have a whole nother episode. Maybe we should have a, an episode on sex magic I, in general. I think that would be smart because I don't know. It's pretty effective stuff. Yeah. But um. But astral projection was mentioned to us as a topic, so I think maybe we should go there A next. friend of mine suggested altars as a topic. Ooh, that is a good topic. And I, you know how I am with hands-on topics. I, I mm. tend to do a little bit better with those because it gives me something to actually physically play around with. So but I'll be happy magic? to do this. I'll be to do the research on the sex magic. Yeah, I'll do all my assignments. Yeah, I, I want <laughs> you know something that'll you know just just go and flood flood the hub. You know. Yeah. Well, geez, yeah, we got so many Which options. Which one next, then? We'll have to decide. We'll have to decide, and you'll have to see next time on Let's Just Be Wizards. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Let's Just Be Wizards. Next week, or in a couple weeks, or three weeks, or whatever, <laughs> we will have an awesome new topic and wizard activity to cover. Please rate and review us on iTunes and Stitcher. It's super helpful to this show, and we will transmit infinite power to you through the ethers ethers if you have a suggestion for the show be sure to send your emails care of let's just be wizards at gmail.com or leave your suggestions in the comment section of itunes stitcher youtube or whatever the heck you're looking uh, you're licking this on also <laughs> if you have a book on wi- or wizardly item you want reviewed on the show send us an email we could provide you with a physical address to send it to just like that book we did last time and uh, i finally emailed him back to let him know that we did that so yay me um, anyways, uh, as always, I'm your host, Adam Hilton. And I'm just good old-fashioned mistress of the night, Courtney Conley. And I'm the uh, Asgardian executive chef, Maxfield Lehman. <laughs> and uh, I am Diamond D. And I'd like to end this show with a quote from the late great wizard, John D. The message is that all things are connected. We have animal aspects, anthropological aspects, plant animal aspects. That's all he said. All right. (laughs) Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, Have a good one and be safe. Practice uh, solistic healing magic. Don't shoot devils at me. Don't shoot devils at me. With all of our dear friends Let's all be wizards The magic it would never end And we'll fly so high in the sky Fly so high in the sky Beer spits. The only beer... <laughs>